Hello all, and welcome to Inside the Box, the first episode of the new Game Time CT High School Hockey Podcast with Mike Fornabayo and myself, Pete Puglaga. We're calling the show Inside the Box because of the many years that our Mike Fornabayo spent covering all sorts of hockey in the press box, and yours truly for spending many, many, many minutes in the penalty box in high school and most recently in his men's hockey leagues. Mike, how are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you, Pete? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, two big hockey guys getting to sit here and talk about some high school hockey, which we love. And so basically what this show is going to be is going to be Mike and I. We're going to get you know some coaches. We're going to do some interviews, You know some post-game clips uh, from games that we're going to go see. Basically, we're going to just try and have everything throughout the state hockey-related here on this podcast. Mike, are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited, too, and I think we're probably going to drop some accidental Josh Hosang references here and there. But uh, we'll, A couple. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely stick to high school as much as we can. Yes, no, definitely. I think we need to get some Josh Hosang in there. Uh, there's some great hockey around the state. Um, you know, we'll, uh, Let's just jump in. There were some great games this first week. Uh, you were at two of them, most notably... Fairfield Prep, Ridgefield, one versus two in the preseason media poll. And, I mean, this was all Ridgefield, huh? was pretty much. I mean, you, you, could, you could see the experience was definitely there with that top line. And, uh, and it, uh, Fairfield Prep's still a little bit of a work in progress. But uh, pretty good game, you know. I mean, this <laughs> just seems to be Fairfield Prep. I mean, look, they lost a lot of guys off of last year's state championship team. Um, you Roll over, you know. It's you know, like they they like to say it's um, it's re, but it's not rebuilding. It's like retooling, yeah, reloading. It's reloading. That's yeah. it. It's reloading, but at the same time, that's going to take time to go up and open your season against a, a team with a great top line, and uh, you know, Sean Gordon made played really well for Ridgefield. Did. Um, you know, that's hard to see in the first game of the season. But were you more impressed with how Ridgefield? came out or were you you know kind of looking at okay prep's gonna get better a little both uh probably more ridgefield being uh being battle ready uh two lines coming hard uh nick cullen and playing like nicky cullen and wolf is he is hard. he as good as you he's know very, he's very good he's you know very, a lot of people like side. nick Went real smart our, our friends over at cti uh, cths hockey picked him as their number one skater uh heading into the season I actually me. haven't seen him play. I, you know, the last couple of years, I didn't really watch a lot of D1 hockey. Um, but is he is he as good? I mean, wh- uh, what does he do that kind of puts him above everyone else? He's got a good shot. I think his IQ is pretty good as well. I think he, he goes to the right spots. And I mean, when you got a line like that with three guys, you know, who've been big parts of that team for for a long time, been parts of a championship team. You know, when they, when they were sophomores, yeah, they're that's a pretty good unit to have together. Yeah, I mean, having guys who have and you see it in like you know. Uh, all different kind of sports where you have players who have been on previous teams and they, you know, whether they're only freshmen or sophomores and, and they know what it takes to, you know, because hockey is a grueling sport. You know, obviously football, you get like a week between games, except when you get to the playoffs and you get like four days. But like hockey is like such a, a physical beat up sport when they're playing every other day in the state tournament, trying, you know, to get to Yale, the road to Yale, you get beaten up physically and mentally so to have those guys who have been there before i mean that's that's it's priceless really no doubt you know and and, and sometimes that's you know what uh what can help a team like prep even if they're 
even if they're reloading like that when you got that you know that I was going to say organization but that you know that program that that has been there where you know even if it's younger kids who've just sort of watched it as it's come along you know it's 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 huge and when you when you can put a program like that together and in different places it's you know like you say it means a lot yeah and look i mean prep is prep um they are the evil empire um (laughs) personally i love that i'm a big i'm a big evil empire guy um maybe it's because i'm a yankee fan but uh i you know i i love prep i i think i think they'll be fine uh you know matt sather is an unbelievable coach uh been there done that um they have guys who have been there before and i look it's going to take time You'd rather lose in, you know, December than in March. And this is a team that's preparing for March. I mean, this is also mm-hmm. a team that goes out of state and plays against some top programs around the state, and they usually go into the tournament with a lower seed anyway. Yep. And they're the team that you don't want to face at all in the tournament, whether they're the 20th seed or the first seed, you know? I had a buddy of mine who was a roommate in college who played at Hamden, and Every year they were like his junior and senior year, they were the one seed. And every year in the second round, they ran into Prep, who <laughs> played a outrageously large out of state schedule and came in with six or seven losses. Sometimes they were like 10 and 10. But they're battle tested and they're ready and they come and they just beat you up. And that's the benefit of playing maybe in the SEC where you can go and do that. And when you look at Richfield's schedule, and it's not a knock on Richfield, but they have to play Division three teams. Mm hmm. What do you get that's, out of that? Well, that's that's always been the argument in the FCAC. You know, you, what you know, what does that Division One team get out of playing the Division Three team, and how much does it hurt that Division Three team? I, mean, I remember when St. Joseph was starting out. Um, you know, Marty Krause thought he had the best Division Three team in the state. They didn't make the playoffs because they had to play Darien and McCain and Greenwich. Yeah, and that's absolutely absurd. I, you know, when I was at the the Norwalk Hour, I used to complain about it all the time on Twitter because. You know, it was a it was the one year Norwalk made the state tournament. So like the first year, mm. it was like the first time they made it in a yeah, really long time. long time. And it was like for the last month of the season, they needed one win, but they had like four D one teams on there. And then you just get beaten up. I mean, just looking at Richfield's roster. Obviously, you know they got Prep and Xavier, Notre Dame, Fairfield, Notre Dame, West Haven, Hamden to open. That's their <laughs> first five plus LaSalle uh, Academy in, in Rhode Island. That's an awesome opening, you know, season. Then they get Darien back-to-back, great. New Canaan's a good program. Then they get Trinity Catholic. Trumbull. Um, Fairfield's a, a good program, whether they're Division II. Uh, or actually, they're Division One mm. now. Norwalk McMahon. Wilton. West Hill Stanford. Like, what did... What, I mean, they get prep again at the end of the year. But, like, what is that... How does that help you? And you, and you look at some of these... You look at... We can do a whole show on the FCX oh, schedule can. and absolutely how much I hate the FCX schedule and how much that it, it probably is a detriment to their lower programs mm-hmm. or even their good programs who yeah. get in with these absurdly large records and play no one. And it's like they're not really battle-tested, and it's the complete opposite of what some of these SEC schools do. Even You know, you can even look at football. It's just... Yeah, I think you get to about a lot of sports. You know, even soccer sometimes you, know, you get these really good teams from conferences that uh, the Berkshire League. I mean, that's well, basically trust yeah. me, it's the Berkshire League. I don't know how many times I covered Lewis Mills when they were nineteen one or mm-hmm. twenty and zero playing twenty Berkshire League games and they lose in the first round. And they may be really good teams, but they haven't been tested. Yeah, and they run into trouble in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this was going to happen to Richfield because I think Richfield is oh, super they're, talented. They are very, they're very, very good, good team. They're, but they're there are just tested. some teams where you just you're looking and it's like. They're not. They're not a twelve-win team. But then you look at their schedule, and they played six Division three teams, and you're like, "Well, that makes sense." And then you, you feel bad for 
programs like Norwalk McMahon or even Trinity Catholic who they get to play, let's say they have to play six D1, D2 games, and then you have those 14 other games that are like basically must wins because if you don't win, you have to win half of those games and maybe, you know, instead of, but if you had six more D3 teams on your playing a D3 schedule, you might have a shot to make the playoffs. Instead, you're getting the last seed and you're playing against the number one seed because you had to play Darien and New Canaan and, you know, Ridgefield twice. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. fair. Well, I mean, that was definitely a great marquee matchup to start the season, and a lot of people were excited about that. Ridgefield won. They were the number two seed. Prep was the number one seed. And poof, there goes the preseason <laughs> poll. Um, for those who, who might not have seen it, Mike's running the poll this year. Uh, this came out before the season started. Prep was number one with 10 first-place votes. Ridgefield was number two with three first-place votes. Greenwich was number three with one-place vote from your boy. I voted oh, Greenwich. Wow. I, I like Greenwich. I'm a big they look. They were there last year. Um, they got a great semifinal win. They hung with Fairfield Prep in the in the finals and uh, kind of Prep pulled away. Obviously, you know they 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 did lose um, a lot of pieces, but mm-hmm. their starting goalies back, which was Always huge for any team. A uh, couple of their goal scorers are back, so I I I, I pick Grant. Maybe, maybe I was feeding off the uh, the football success. I don't know. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, but, that, 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 that can help. Yeah. Hamden, the, the storied program uh, from Hamden, four. Darian and Xavier were tied at five. Notre Dame West Haven, seven. Northwest Catholic, eight. New Canaan, nine. Notre Dame Fairfield came in at 10. Um, obviously, the hockey poll is always very D1 heavy for obvious reasons, though there are some pretty good Division two teams. Uh, Watertown Pomprog's really good. Mm-hmm. Branford, a lot of people like. Uh, Guilford this year as well, Almost so there. uh and Farmington Valley. But a lot of D two teams got votes in that. Yeah, well the thing with Farmington Valley, I think a lot of people voted them because they did win the championship mm-hmm. last year. They had an unbelievable player in, in Timmy Arena. Did. Uh his brother Matt's still there, right. don't get me wrong, but Timmy Arena was the New Haven Register Game Time C T player of the year. Um that's really that's a big, big, big hole to replace. Timmy was that good. Timmy was that much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um but that's the poll um, so Richfield was two, beat Prep, and everybody was like, all right, that's why preseason polls don't matter. <laughs> so thanks, guys. But you also went and saw Notre Dame West Haven New Canaan. So just tell us a little bit about that, another top 10 matchup at the beginning of the season. I did, to do a little uh, Larry Vieira feature <laughs> for uh, for this week. Um, I think more even than the final score indicated, I think it was a pretty, pretty good game. I mean, Notre Dame's kind of bringing some kids along as well, and New Canaan's got some experience, and uh, and uh, Dylan Shane played very well in goal. Uh, pretty pretty fun game to watch. It was pretty pretty intense. They were they were hitting. They were they were skating. It was it was it was fun. I, I, you know there there are two teams you know that are a little lower in the in the top ten, but you, I, I think it's kind of emblematic. This I think Richfield and Prep are probably they they seem to be that that cub up and, and Greenwich is, is is there as well. That's I mean, right. But, yeah, but, you better tell me yeah, Greenwich. I'm, 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 I'm sitting across <laughs> from you, so I gotta. But it's it seems like there's a lot of teams that you know. That will will have a pretty good chance to to put to put a pretty good run together. It yeah, seems like there's you know there's pretty. Uh, I'm always pretty a big fan team. of Notre Dame West Haven mainly because of their jerseys. Like I love uh, when Luke did the the jersey countdown last mm-hmm. year. I was the only one who voted them one. I love uh, their jerseys. Again, I am a big Notre Dame fan. Uh, growing up, always have been. So when I came here and I they had these awesome like white jerseys uh-huh. with, the, and I was like. I love them. I'm all in. So every year, I, I drink the Kool-Aid for Notre Dame West Haven. Big fan of them. 
Uh, but New Canaan, it's a, another. It's another good FCAC program. Yeah, they're just about always there. Yep. Yeah, and they're always in the conversation. Uh, that was a big win to open up the season. There were so many good games this first week. I mean, even Darianne went and played um, from uh, the school oh, from LaSalle. yeah, LaSalle. They beat them, hmm. right? Yeah, Darianne won. Oh no, sorry, they LaSalle. lost. They lost yeah. in overtime. I apologize. My bad, guys. Uh, Darian lost to, to Rhode Island, and, and Richfield will play them, so maybe we'll see kind of where Darian ranks mm-hmm. with how Richfield does against him. Uh, even in D2, uh, Guilford beat West Haven in a wild game. Something like 8-7. Seven. Eight, seven. Uh, John DeLucia. Top one five points apiece or something like that. It was wild. He had wild. a 200th point, I believe, if I Did he? saw that right. Joe DeLucia is, I just feel like we've been saying his name for years. Right. I mean, really the kid has been around. I think he's, he's a senior. Yep. He's been around for a very long time. Eight seven. They came back from three goals down mm-hmm. to win. Um, he had a goal. He had four assists. He won the cross player too, if I remember right. I believe so. I believe so. Him and and they had a ring. Mm-hmm. He he transferred yep. to a uh, prep school. Yep. Uh, very good hockey player. I think he's a really good lacrosse player as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of hockey so. players are. Um, but what it's is this Canadian thing? You know, what's going on with this West Haven program? It feels like they've just are not the West Haven of old. And I know they've had like low numbers, but when yeah, West Haven's playing well, when West Haven plays well, uh, it's better for high school hockey, I mm-hmm. think. And they've always seemed to find a goalie too. And even, you know, even as the numbers have, have declined, they're, they're <laughs> I think someone joked a couple of years ago that they had date skaters and eight goalies or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you there's a couple of teams that would wish that they had eight goalies right. to choose from. I mean, I remember covering Trinity Catholic one year and they had, a defenseman who was like, well, I guess I'm going to play goalie because yep. we don't. And they made the state tournament. Right. Um, so that's well, pretty last, well. Last year they started like that, didn't they? They're, they're, the goalie was transferring. They didn't have him for the first 10 games. And uh, I was, uh, actually, I saw their opener. It was against Guilford. And they, they had a, I think they had the defenseman in goal. And he, and he, and he was hurt. And <laughs> he gutted it out. God bless <laughs> him. I don't know how he did it. I, as someone who, who started playing hockey late later in life, uh, when I was a teenager and I was in high school, I would never want to play goalie. Oh, I know. I mean, first of all, my body doesn't move like that. Nope. Um, it's that. really impressive to see. And you want to talk like a lack of goalies. Last year, Sheen played Lyman Hall, and uh, Sheen won. Tyler Robinson from Sheen was in net. He had gotten hurt the week before. Like, real, It was a pretty serious knee injury where he just needed to rest. They didn't have a backup goalie. Right. And he played, and he gave up two, girls, two goals really early. And you're like, uh-oh, Lyman Hall is going to run away with this game. And he's going to have to take it because they have nobody else left. Right. Whew, what an unbelievable performance he played. He 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 sucked it up. He played outstanding the rest of the way. And I believe Sheen came back to win. Well, they came back to win. I believe it was 3-2. It's an unbelievable performance. Goalies, man, they are. It takes a special uh, mindset. Yeah, special is definitely the right word. Mm-hmm. They are. Goalies are awesome uh, to talk to. They're yep. great. They have wild superstitions. Um, you know, there's two kind of goalies. I, I feel like there are two kinds of goalies. There are the ones that are silent, quiet before games. They, you know, get into the zone and they, you know, just keep to themselves and, you know, everyone kind of leaves them alone. And then there's, like, the complete opposite where, like, the goalie's, like, slamming the sticks, pumping up the fans, like, you know, makes a great save, is, like, you know, celebrating, you know, and it's, like, there is no middle right. with the goalies. But uh, you mentioned Larry Vieira um, when we were talking about Notre Dame-West Haven. He obviously takes over the program after a handful of years at NFI. Very successful career at uh, 
New Fairfield Immaculate. I believe that's what NFL stands for. It yes, it does, Pete. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Go me. Um, Select again. What is what is he going to bring to this program? I mean, he, you know, you've covered him, um, you know, when you're down in Fairfield County. He's done so well at NFI. And uh, what is he going to bring to this Notre Dame West Haven program that maybe they need like a little jump start or, or something like that or just like maybe a new voice in the locker room? A lot of experience. I mean, he was he was at Brantford for for years and years. Um, went to Darien for a couple of years, uh, and then, like you say, you know, he he, um, he brought NFI back from, uh, you know, it had, you know, Immaculate had been in trouble. They they came together with with New Fairfield. They were in Division Three. Um, actually, no, I I had forgotten they were in Division Three not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and 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 put it, you know, put that uh, put those teams together that that climbed the ladder, got to D1, and we're, we're a top-10 team last year. He, he's, he's very experienced. He's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's got pretty good mind. He's, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, when when you ask about those top coaches around the state, he's, he's one of the ones that gets a lot of respect. He's a guy that, uh, you know, a lot of coaches are looking at that program and saying they're they're in good hands with uh, with Larry here. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a nice hire for them. Um, you know, it kind of stinks for the NFI program, it which does, is going right? through a lot right now with uh i believe they will not be playing in the state tournament is that correct right yep because the, they uh, uh there's going to remain a co-op for one more season right, sort of like suffield last year suffield sgwl last year um that's a whole issue that maybe we'll get into in one episode in terms of co-op hockey because we saw last year with S- with sgwl this year with nfi and then even eo smith they broke them up and now they're <clears throat> they're kids who aren't playing hockey right. this year because they weren't able to find a home or they might find with Eastern. Uh, there's I've read and heard a couple of things that some some stuff might be in the works. Either way, I have a problem with kids not playing. Um, there aren't enough. Hockey is not a sport where every school has a team, and I think the rules should be a little different as opposed to baseball, football, and boys and girls basketball and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's... 56 I think teams in the state I think I could be wrong something like, yeah, 56, 55, one something like that yeah and uh, you know if kids aren't playing hockey I'm, I'm not okay with that mm-hmm. uh, as someone who, who played the game of hockey loves the game of hockey I, I know you do too it's such a special game and you know except where I'm from on Long Island like hockey's not as big as it is in Connecticut and I played for my high school which was a Catholic school and then my senior year we didn't have a varsity team so seniors couldn't play on JV, obviously, even though I wasn't good. <laughs> like, I, if I played JV as a senior, they would have been like, oh, who's that kid? How old is he? Like, he might have a future. You know, but then I started growing a beard, and they're like, he's like 30 years old. Um, but I was able, the rules on Long Island is I was able to play for my town team if they didn't have enough people. Hmm. And my town team was a co-op. It was Seaford Wantua. And uh, I went to the tryout, and luckily there are no cuts. And uh, I was able to play, and like I was able to just play hockey. And that's really what it came down to: was like, if you you know, if you want to play hockey, someone will find a spot for you to play. Now, if Seaford Wanto didn't need me, then I would have been, you know, kind of out of luck. But you know, it just it works out like that. And I, you know, I just feel for kids who just want to play such a, a game that I, you know what hockey means to me in terms of what it's done for my life and being able to just ice skate and, and do this and, and play, it's better than anything that I've ever done in my life. So anytime kids aren't playing hockey, that's very upsetting. And this t- all the anti-co-op people, like 
just stop talking. Like, okay, let's just get kids on the ice. Let's get them playing the game. That's all that matters. Okay, I, I hate I hate the anti-co-opers. Okay, it's a, such a different breed. Even in any sport, you know, we were looking at the Stafford football team. They like practice at like three different schools, like mm-hmm. during the playoffs. <laughs> like that's the beauty of co-ops. Like that's like the fun stuff that you're gonna laugh about ten years down the road when you're older and you're in college and you know you're living your life and it's like, hey, remember that time? You know, like that's the beauty of what they do. And and again, I said we weren't gonna get into it, and that was five minutes ago. <laughs> Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. You uh, you put together a, a top ten list of uh, some games to watch during the, the rest of the way. Um, obviously, a bunch of them were already this season, but... <laughs> Too late. Almost. Yeah, you know, just jumping through it quickly. Uh, the end of this month on the 22nd, we have Notre Dame, West Haven, Hamden. That's always... Always a great game. Pick a sport, always good. Yeah, exactly. Always rivals. Uh, Greenwich is playing Ridgefield. Uh, that's my number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, everyone else is number one, apparently. <laughs> uh, rematch of last year's FCX championship, mm-hmm. correct? So. And uh, Greenwich was a state finalist last year. Lost to prep. Ridgefield lost to prep in the playoffs as well. Uh, in January, late late January the 26th. Oh, let's, I completely skipped one. Um, December 29th, the outdoor game. Uh-huh. Uh, Greenwich and New Canaan, I believe it is. But I could be wrong. So let's look it up before I say wrong things. December 29th, we just Darien. Just last night, Darien. Greenwich, Darien, the outdoor playing at the Greenwich Skating Club. I'll be there. I love outdoor hockey. When it's, you know, my high school team, we do or alumni game every year. Mm. And uh, the last couple of years, we haven't been able to get outside. But the first couple of years, we, were, we used to play this outdoor rink, and it was awesome. Nice. I mean, you're freezing. You're wearing, like, ten layers underneath. <laughs> you know, you got, like, beanies on your hat, uh, on your helmet. And then once you get out there, you start skating a couple times, you're fine. I think the Fierro said it was snowing last year, too. So yes, it was, was snowing last game. year. I, I remember seeing it on Twitter. Uh, I think they actually moved the game last year because of snow. And then it still snowed anyway. Mm. Uh, but I'll be at that game. I'm very excited for that game. Nice. Um, so I just I like outdoor hockey, and if you have the ability to play outdoors, that's awesome, mm-hmm. fun, exciting. Again, a memory that you know lasts forever. Sheen and Lyman Hall played twice this year. Uh, you have them at on the 26th at the Northford Ice Pavilion. Now, let me tell you this: as someone who's covered those games the last couple of years, someone working at the Record Journal. Personally, I like when the game's at Wesleyan better mm. because I actually have – this is a selfish reason. Mm. I have more room uh, to well do that, work. The best Wi-Fi of any rink uh. in the state. Unbelievable Wi-Fi to get work done. Again, and there's room. That said, when they get to Northford, uh, that game's at 8 o'clock. I'll be there at 6 <laughs> to get my spot atop. Uh-huh. And uh, it gets packed in there. I mean, both of those schools really pack out. They It was a rivalry. It's not like a hated rivalry. But, like, there's a rivalry there. It's fun. You know, the kids chirp on Twitter, but, like, mm-hmm. fun. Like, last year they were, you know, just, like, posting, like, memes and, you know, gifts and stuff <laughs> like that. It, it was kind of funny in both games. They're always good no matter what. You know, Lyman mm-hmm. Hall won the first matchup at Wesleyan, and Shane took the second one, like I said, on Tyler Robertson's one leg. Uh, you can and Darianne play uh, at Darian Ice House on January 30th, like you said. Do you really need any reason to go watch those two schools play? This is a big D2 matchup. Valley, Guilford. Well, rematch of last year's D2 finals. I'll uh, see really where Guilford is on the back of John DeLucia. And then Hamden NFA in February. Um, this is 
like you said, it's going to be the last game for NFI if they don't make the SEC SWC championship game, which they they could. But I mean that with It'd no playoffs, tough. they just have the championship, so yep. it's going to be tough. And there's a lot of good teams in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hampton, Notre Dame, West Haven, Xavier, and I'm sure I'm not counting other teams. Prep, um, prep obviously. Oh, geez, Fairfield Prep. They lose one game and you forget about them. Um, obviously, probably know, just what they want you to. Do. Yeah, well, you know that's what John Marinelli uh, said to us on Monday when we interviewed him for the last football pod. He was like, "Oh, he goes, it's great. Well, you know, you guys were all voting New Canaan one before the year with all their four D one guys, and then everybody was voting Darien, and you know, we kind of just were they, everybody back from last year's team, and they just flew under the radar. Except Sean and I were just pumping Greenwich all year." <laughs> And um, but he's like, yeah, we used to like, you know, they they used all our clippings, so you can <laughs> use that Fairfield Prep. I completely forgot about you. Uh, a couple of players, you know, we've mentioned throughout the state. Matt Davies back for Greenwich. Uh, Nick Cullen for Ridgefield. Uh, John Delucia, who said uh, Guilford. This kid is. I'm wildly excited to see what he's going to do for Watertown Pomperog. I feel like every year they're they're right there. The last two years they've been right there. And they either just run into a better team or just maybe have like an off game. Ryan Fleming, the goalie, I've heard he's one of the best in the state, if not the best goalie in the state. And when you have the best goalie in the state or one of the best goalies in the state, you're a favorite uh, no matter what. Uh, I mean, there's just so much talent around this state. Uh, Luke Lappy from from Xavier, uh, he's only a sophomore. Uh, that was a Xavier team that was be- was leading Greenwich in the in the state semifinals. They're always right there. It's amazing they've they've come so close these last few years and have just you know one thing goes wrong. I I, I think I don't know. I mentioned it in one one spot or another. Xavier's one of those teams this year. It's where it seems like you know he was one of the guys that was he was the guy that that most people mentioned. But I heard so many different names from yeah. that team: Chase Maxwell, Jake Lyon. Uh, they have a new coach too. Uh, Dan DeCosta stepped down after yeah. the end of last season. He took more of an admin role. Yeah. At uh, at Xavier, really nice guy. Obviously, a very good coach. Um, so they got new leadership there, but it's Xavier, and they should be in the mix. Yep. Sneaky top jerseys. Mm. I'm a big all black look. Um, I was they actually just at Xavier the other day. They have the they have this gigantic X now on the front, and at night when it's lit up, like the white in the back's lit up, it's nice. it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, it's awesome. But Xavier's always in the mix. Um, we talk about Greenwich, Ben Nash, junior goalie. He's back, uh, another top goalie in the state. Again, goalies are awesome. Uh, Cheshire supposedly supposed to be really good this year. Last year they had kind of an up and down season where they would win some games and then lose other. You uh, they would win or play really well, and you're like, wow, this Cheshire team is going to be good. And then they go out and they lose a game, and you're like, ah, oh, there goes all the momentum. Um, it's right there. Though. Yeah, so deep, ben, deep defense this year from where I yeah, led by Ben. Like Ben O'Connor, yep. um, you know, back. and fri- most frightening for me is uh, Nick Vasilia up front. I covered his father in New Haven <laughs> twenty years ago. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> there, there's a lot of that floating around this year, actually. Yep. Bob, Bobby Lachance on Northwest Catholic. Uh, Chase Maxwell, his, uh, his dad used to work for the Islanders. Oh, really? Uh, oh man, it's it's scary how old I am. Well, this is a Islander-friendly podcast. If oh, uh, you, you didn't know, Mike's been covering the Sound Tigers for years, Ever. and my first job. Well, yeah, forever. You've been covering them since they, the Feels inaugural like season. I have, yeah. Really? It's scary. So was that? How many years is that now? This is year eighteen. Wow. 
Um, well, my first job as a 16-year-old was Sparky the Dragon mm-hmm. for the Islanders. So, you know, I'm from Long Island, so yeah. I'm a big Islander guy. We know each other a long time. Yeah, we've known yeah, each other since good. I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. And I started interning there with Jamie. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe those Jamie will days. listen to this. Those, those, those were the days I fill up the popcorn bucket for you guys. Oh, yeah. I used to have to fill in as an off-ice official and... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Some of those times on ices were severely wrong. I would like, uh, lose a player, and I was like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> those are some good teams. Uh, the Sound Tigers yeah, had them. Uh, and then down in D3, uh, you know, you mentioned it. You know, the D3 championship might have to go through the uh, town of Wallingford. Sure sounds um, like a lot of, But a lot of people said that last year, too. Mm. And uh, I mean, both teams have a lot of that talent back. The Romano twins, Joe and Anthony Romano, were back for Sheehan. Uh, they were awesome. Last year as freshman. I mean, they were incredible last year as freshman. Joe was potting the goals. Anthony was uh, throwing around the assists. But I heard that this year they're not playing together. They're playing on separate lines, which I think is awesome for Sheehan. And Anthony's going to be shooting a little bit more. So if they get two lines, and of course you got the Festas, you got Robertson. Mm -hmm. I always like Sheehan. I'm a big Shane guy. I did pick them to win it all mm. in D3, but I picked them. I think I picked. I think I picked uh, Lyman Hall last year. So, mm. Lyman Hall. Speaking of Lyman Hall, Kyle Roberts. I know he wasn't happy with me that I did not pick <laughs> Lyman Hall to win, but I picked them last year. He's back. Uh, they lost a couple of people from last year's team. Now it's Kyle's team, and uh, want to talk about one of the most skilled players in the state. Look no further than than Kyle Roberts from Lyman Hall, Coggenshaw. Adam Killingworth. He's a Cogginshaw kid. But his brother is on the team this year. And if I saw the lineups correctly in last night's game, they were on the top line together. Nice. So, And I believe Kyle scored twice, and they won in overtime. So shout out Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Kyle's great. I'm not going to lie to you. I got, getting, getting to cover him from, I think, his freshman year on. Very good kid. Very nice, nice. kid. Lyman Hall and Sheen are going to be the two, maybe the top two teams in, in – um, Division three battling it out. It should be interesting. A few other teams too have heard Tritown as well as uh, Tritown, well. the defending yeah. champions. If I yeah, remember, I did Tritown win last year? No, they lost. Uh, the the uh, the Eagles. Um, oh, Eastern yeah, beat Tritown in the finals. Beat, That's uh, what it was. Eastern, yeah, Eastern. No, it beats fo- Staples and then tri- yep. Yeah, and then uh, they beat Tree in the first round. Mm. And I'm going to be honest with you, they came to Northwest Pavilion after a long drive, Northward Pavilion. Long drive. <clears throat> they were late. They missed like half warm ups. And they're just gating around looking all like just tired. Mm-hmm. And I remember t- turning to the reporter that I was with and I was like, Sheen's going to blow them out. Mm-hmm. Was, Sheen, if Sheen can come out and score early, they're going to run right over this team. And, um, well, I was wrong. You know, Sheen, they found Eastern. Eastern played very well defensively early, and when they got their legs late in the first, early second, they just took over. And uh, so it was nice to see them kind of win the whole thing because they had been not so good for a while. For a long time. It's amazing that Fitch program, you know, just there were years that just they didn't win for, I think, maybe maybe one or two wins over the course of a, of a few years. Yeah. I mean, I, when we, we did that year – Year in re- review, I think I put it together. They won like 37 games as a program or something. Yeah, like it was wild. Year, and then they won, won. It was like so 30, they them. were like 37, like 140, yeah. whatever it was. It was wild. And then to see them win it all, they played Tritown in front of them. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they beat up on Tritown mm-hmm. pretty well. 
Um, they just came out flying in that game and just put it on them. And, you know, shout out to a Tritown program that, you know, got back. And, you know, D3 is always fun. I, I know it doesn't get the love that D1 gets, and it doesn't maybe have the n- the named programs in, like, Division Two. Like, you know, you got a team like Amity in Division Two, which is, you know, a double L school, which that's not really how it factors in hockey. But mm-hmm. Amity is still a very well-known school, and even Cheshire's in D2. And you have, and then you get to D3, and, like, D3, man, I love D3 hockey. Like D3, it's so much fun. Um, you know, you got you look at like some of the D one teams and they're rolling like three lines like all year, right? And then they get to the playoffs and they kind of condense it. You look at D three and they're rolling like two lines, maybe a line for most of the season, and they get to the state tournament and they really gotta you know buckle down and find deep down what they have in them and exchanging three defensemen. Yeah, like D three is always the most fun tournament that I have watching. Um, yeah. Obviously. T1 is super talented, and, like, you're seeing very, very good hockey. But the D3 ones are just fun, and you see yeah. out there who's they're, – they're all grinding, and, like, they're – you not that kids take shifts off, but they, you can't afford right. to take a shift off in, in Division Three during the state tournament. Speaking of that, just quick rundown. We did our picks, the media picks, for uh, our friend Luke DeVoe over at CTHS Hockey. We both took Shane. Uh, I think we like what they're bringing back. The Romano brothers, uh, Tyler Robertson and Nett. Um, they could have gotten past Eastern last year in the finals. Who, uh, in the, they could have gotten past Eastern in the tournament. Who knows what would have happened. And they went, pretty sure they went a, a little deeper the year before when uh, Tyler was a mm. sophomore. Division two, we kind of, very, I took Amity. Mm. Um, and you took Connor. You think you were the only one who took Connor? I probably was. You were the only. Why did you take Connor? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Goalie's good. Yeah, uh, that's, supposedly that's defense important. is pretty good, and uh, they always seem to be right there. So you know, why not take a yeah. shot? They might get a chance. I saw Amity a couple of times last year. Was really impressed, and then I saw that they were bringing a lot of people back, and I was like, all right, let me go with the Spartans. Luckily, Eric Dobrats from WTNH also took Amity, uh-huh. so like, I'm not like the only one. You know, God forbid they they don't win. Um, you took prep. To win, I took Greenwich. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're a big fan of the Evil Empire. <laughs> they always find a way, don't they? Yeah, well, they feels often, like often do anyway. Not not the three years before last, but uh, no, I think they got some pretty good, you know, Reeves and uh, and Bell up front, and uh, you know the defense is 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 inexperienced, but uh, you know they develop some of those kids. They think there's there's talent there, um, and uh, if Jake Walker plays well in goal, I think they're they're one of those teams that's going to be right there at the end again, I think. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, nothing against Richfield. I mean, I yeah. they're they're an excellent team and program as well. Yeah. I, I went with uh, Greenwich. Again, goalie play, Ben Nash. He was there last year. Yep. They were with Prep for most of that game. Mm-hmm. And I think when you lose a game like that and you sit and you watch the other team celebrate, uh, yeah, look, the beauty of hockey as well, and this is something that, football doesn't have the goal is to get to yell that's the goal and you see these kids the first time they kind of walk out on the ice during war if you get there early enough and you see them come out for warm-ups and they're kind of just the lockers go right to the bench mm-hmm. you know and uh they're kind of just like looking out of the ice and you're just kind of like looking around and that place no matter who's playing d1 game d2 game d3 game that place gets rocking yep and there's so much media there the way they have the press box set up. You got fans everywhere, especially when you're playing prep and, you know, they bring the bomb squad and 
they just get crazy, like good kind of crazy. Like they're like fun, you know. And even like Xavier brought a bunch of people last year. And you're kind of just sitting there. But these kids, they come out. You watch them come out. And they're just looking around. And they're just looking around. They're like, oh, all right, we're here. That's one of the coolest things that hockey has mm-hmm. going for them. And then, uh, but they were there when prep won. They saw that. If you don't think that they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. And again, Ben was a sophomore last year. He's yep. a junior this year. They have a lot of other guys back. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And uh, everyone else was taking prep. So um, I get to be, if I'm right, That's right, I get to dance on mm-hmm. everybody on Twitter. Yep. And let everybody know that I picked Greenwich. Ha, ha, ha. Look how smart I am. It's on record. I got and it. then when if if prep wins... Then it's like, oh, well, you guys all picked them, obviously. Right. So it's a really, it's a win-win for me, and it's self-preservation. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's going to be an unbelievable season. Um, you know, we're going to be with you. In not, I'm, the show's not ending, but, you know, it's going to be a really unbelievable season. Um, now, I love, I and mean, look, the winter is a long season. Mm-hmm. It's the longest one. And when you get to the dog days of January, sitting in a rink or a, gymnasium you're just kind of like oh when's the playoffs starting once the playoffs do get starting though no, i mean that hockey tournament is fun it's fast all three of them are great and we get to finish up at yale um so i love hockey season um you know football technically still going i still have a bunch of other stuff to do but you'll see me out at the rinks you'll see mike out at the rinks um that said you know if all my picks are right i'm a genius and if all of them are wrong i did nothing wrong <laughs> but we got a, we, as well. we got a couple of good games coming up this weekend there, right? We do. Uh Hamden playing Darien. Uh it's uh I feel like I've gone to that game the last couple of years. Have you? It's uh you know, a couple of uh pretty solid programs and uh and teams that are right there. And Richfield uh, getting getting a test with Xavier. Should be uh, a couple of good games tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean we talked about Richfield's schedule earlier <clears throat> in the show, but their first five, six games are pretty tough. Mm. And uh, we're going to see what kind of team they are. Um, just jumping around and looking at next week, Hand-Guilford's a nice little D2 mm-hmm. matchup. Uh, again, Guilford's one of the best teams. Hand had a really weird year last year with coaching and just a very bizarre year for a pretty proud program. Uh, let's see what they got. New Canaan's at, Darien- at, New Canaan's at Greenwich Wednesday. Lyman Hall's playing Cheshire. Shout out. That's a record journal game right there. There you go. Uh, Massick Sheen, I mean, Massick is one of those programs kind of been down, but they're still Massick. They've been competitive. Got a few good players, too. Hand and Xavier Wednesday night at, ooh, I might go to that one. I love going to Wesleyan. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Fairfield Prep, Darien is also Wednesday night. Whew, my God, there's so many good games. Watertown, Pomperog at North Brantford. Mm-hmm. North Brantford's a team that's always, always competitive. Um, Richfield's got LaSalle next Friday. Notre Dame, West Haven, Hamden at the Lou. That's always a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, there's so much good hockey. There's not enough time, Mike. It's true. There's not enough time for hockey. But speaking of great games this week, there's also a really good event coming up uh, at the end of this month, correct? Yep. Uh, Charlie Capalbo, uh, former Fairfield uh, goalie. Uh, battled cancer once and battling it again, unfortunately, but... Uh, was spoken to his family this week, and apparently he's got some uh, pretty good news this week medically, so that's good to hear. But yeah, there are uh, a bunch of, uh, <laughs> and there's the goaltender union again, a bunch a bunch of uh, of parents have helped put together a fundraiser for the family 
coming up uh, December 30th at the Fairfield Theater Company. Uh, 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 live band, uh, food trucks, mm. uh, all sorts of stuff going on. Um, I'll, I'll tweet out some links, and I'm actually writing something this weekend on uh, on, on Charlie and, and the whole uh, situation here. But, uh, but yeah, it should, should be a pretty interesting event. Um, it's at the, at, like I mentioned, Fairfield Theater Company. It's, it's theater with an R-E at the end. It's fairfieldtheater.org is their website. I think there's information on there, and I'll, uh, I'll tweet some stuff out as well about the event. Yeah, I'll grab the link from you before you leave because yeah. we'll, uh, I will throw it in, in the post with this podcast Sounds so people good. can go and buy tickets or, or donate money. Um, yeah, and the Sound Tigers are doing a fundraiser in, in February as well. Uh, I think they're just putting the uh, putting the link together on that. You can buy tickets, and, and a portion of that will go to the family as well. Nice. You know, look, the, we've seen it time and time again. The, the, hockey, the hockey community is next to none. Yep. Um, very, the way it's, that it's small but very but very tight. Yes, it's very tight, and everybody cares about everybody. And uh, you know, you see it every year. Where I mean, last year there was the horrible injury to the Hall of Southington right. player, um, and you kind of see how the, the community comes together. And again, as two hockey fans, it's always really nice to see. And uh, so we'll we'll tweet out the link. We'll put the link uh, in the post with this with this podcast on on Game Time. Uh, so if you're listening through Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes, like make sure to go to Game Time. The link will be in the post, and uh, so you can buy tickets. Or if you just want to buy a ticket, you don't want to go, you know, just support the family because again, the hockey community is a special one. Um, this was supposed to be a short episode where we just kind of laid out what we were going to do, and we're 40 minutes in, so go us. But we're going to be back. This show is going to be out every Friday afternoon. That's the plan. Uh, obviously things might change, but the plan again is to bring you interviews of coaches from post game, you know, from big games. You know, if we talk to a coach after the game, uh, we're going to try and get some coaches and players on. Um, hopefully we'll have some merch to give away in the winter, some game time. We got some game time beanies. Uh, we know hockey kids love beanies. So we got some beanies. We'll, we'll hopefully have some more shirts to give away. Cause right now we only have smalls and mediums after the fall season. Um, so we're going to do some fun stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll be out there. We'll be at the rinks. Um, but again, go to iTunes, search Game Time CT, subscribe, rate, review, five stars. Don't be the guy who commented about how we're the best high school sports podcast and then only gave us four stars. Like, what's going on? Uh, we're on Standard Spotify now. We're on Spotify now, so oh. we're cool. We're very cool because, like, all the cool people are on Spotify, oh, so okay. now we're cool. Uh, and we're on SoundCloud. Uh, so you can find this at Game Time CT, any of those locations. You know, just let us know what you think. If you think we suck, still rate us five stars and then tell us we suck. But uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Pete. And for Mike, got any last words? I think you covered everything. All right. We'll see you guys at the rinks this week. Uh, Give us a shout if you see us. And um, we'll be back on here next Friday. Talk to you guys later.